0: You're listening to the Life Coaching Secrets Podcast, episode number 72. Did you know that life coaches are needed now more than ever? I'm Frank Macri, founder of Thriving Coach Academy. I've trained over a thousand coaches and helped them launch their own successful coaching businesses. If you want to make an incredible income and impact as a coach and have a lot of fun doing it, I'll show you exactly how to get it done. This is Life Coaching Secrets. What's up, coaches? In this episode, I'm going to talk about how to measure your success as a life coach. This is an unspoken topic in the coaching industry, and I think it's going to transform the way that you see yourself as a coach, and the way that you grow and run your coaching business. Now, before I get into this, I want to give a shout-out to one of our newest coaches. Her name is May. She just enrolled a few days ago. Big shout-out to May. She is looking to start a coaching business. And one of the awesome things that May shared is that as she was doing a lot of research on what coaching school she wanted to go with, she said, you know what, I decided one day that I was going to just listen to a few of the student success stories on your website. And she said, you know, I was surprised to find that they're really genuine, authentic people. And it's not like they're this overproduced thing where they're trying to prove something. These are just real people that are having great success as coaches. And I really appreciated that comment. And uh, because I, what I care about most is the community we have in Thriving Coach Academy And there are people of all walks of life who decide to become coaches. And it was really cool that May, even though she was a bit resistant to listen to some of those success story videos, she said that they were super inspiring for her. And welcome to the Academy, May. We're so excited to have you. Okay, so let's talk about measuring your success as a coach. Now, this is important for you to do within your coaching business and also with your clients. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share with you so many different examples of how you could do this with your business because chances are you're probably not measuring or tracking anything right now. And when you do start tracking progress that your business is having and your clients are having, it's actually very empowering. So when I say measuring your success, I mean tracking your progress and tracking your data, tracking your client's progress and taking, uh, collecting data about them. So there are three different things for you to measure as a coach. You want to measure yourself, you want to measure your business, and you want to measure your clients. And I'm going to go over all of that in this episode. So first of all, what are you measuring right now? Okay, Are are you measuring anything with your business? So I know a lot of you might be thinking, well, I'm just getting started, or I don't have clients yet, so I don't really have anything to measure. Um, That is actually not true. So my intention with this episode is to give you things that you can start measuring, and start empowering yourself with. And from the beginning of your coaching business for everyone when they're starting out, they start out not making money. That's how everyone begins, but that that doesn't mean that you don't have anything to track, okay? So let's first start about the first section, which is measuring you, okay, measuring you as a coach. So this is what you measure when you don't have any clients yet, okay? If you don't have any clients yet, you might be wondering constantly, am I making any progress? Uh, am, I really ha- am I really going anywhere right now? So when you start tracking things, it shows you how much farther along you are than you realize. So you want to do this even if you decide to not have a coaching business. So for example, maybe you work for a company and that's where they hire you to coach this is still important for you to do because it's going to help you build your confidence as a coach. So, what you want to measure is your skill set as a coach. Um, you want to evaluate what is your confidence level as a coach. So, you can, an easy way to measure is by giving yourself a scale of one to 10, one being no confidence at all, 10 being total confidence. Where would you put yourself right now? in terms of your confidence as a coach. Now, you can do this overall, but you can also do this when you evaluate the end of sessions that you have with clients. How confidently did you feel about your coaching in that session? So you want to evaluate this. Now, one of the things we do throughout Thriving Coach Academy is we provide evaluation and feedback and reflection forms to our coaches every step of the way so they could see the progress they're making. But also, it's good data for our school to have So we can track how our coach's confidence changes from beginning to middle to end of the academy. So one of the cool things I was looking at the data recently, and we noticed that from when coaches begin to the midway point of the program, which is about two months in, we see coaches have about a 35% increase in their confidence as a coach. So when a lot of our coaches begin, their confidence is very low um, a lot of our coaches give themselves, so, like the average score is a little bit below a five out of 10, what a lot of our coaches start out with. And then when they get to the halfway point in the program, their confidence goes up to about an 8.5 on average. So that's about a 35% increase, which is awesome to see that our coaches have that. And that's good data for our school to have. That is that is a data taken from the most recent 50 coaches that we've trained. So You want to assess yourself. What is your confidence that you have as a coach? Where would you put that on a scale of one to 10? Now, if you you have no clients yet and you're looking to grow a coaching business, there are things you can measure and track. So here's a handful of things that are important for you to measure. Number one is how many one-on-one conversations are you having with people? How many people are you talking about your coaching with? How many people are you telling that you're a life coach? So these are people that you might meet online, people that you may meet offline. You want to track how many conversations you're having. This could be really powerful for you to track perhaps every week, right? Maybe this week you track it and you realize you've only really told five people about life coaching and your coaching services. And then you find that next week you tell 10 people and then the week after you tell 20 people. So it's really powerful to have that data because it'll help you start seeing where you can make adjustments. So one of the other areas of life that I found tracking and measuring things to be really empowering is when it comes to my own fitness. So for many years, I was trying to build more muscle and I didn't know why I wasn't able to. And then one day I hired a trainer and he said, okay, I want you to start tracking your calories and I want you to track how many grams of protein you're putting in your body. And within a couple of weeks, we realized that I was not consuming enough protein and it wasn't until i started tracking that that i realized that's where i needed to make adjustments. so when you're looking at your coaching business, one of the one of the things we'll often ask our students if they're not having clients yet is well how many people are you talking to? how many conversations are you having online or offline? it's a good way for us to know what can be changed. another thing you may want to track is the number of the number of content you produce. so content can be posts on Instagram or YouTube videos or podcast episodes, whatever it is. Um, You want to track the number of content pieces that you produce. You also want to track the number of offers that you're making. So an offer is simply an invitation that you give someone to work with you, to hire you, where you are actually presenting them with the choice to enroll in your program, uh, to to hire you one-on-one. So how many offers are you making? This is good information for you to have. If you're doing any kind of group activities like workshops or webinars, which are basically online workshops, you want to track how many attendees are you are you getting to register for those for those events? How many people are actually showing up to those events? So this is very valuable information for you to have. Now, I don't recommend measuring or tracking your number of followers online. Uh, you might feel like that's really important to get the higher the number of followers higher. But one of the things I tell our coaches is it's not about attracting more followers, it's about attracting more buyers, okay? So for many years, I've had a very successful coaching business with very little followers online. Now, of course, the following has gone up, but my business was doing just fine with very low number of followers because I focused on um, inspiring those followers to become buyers, okay? So that's why it's not really necessary for you to track your number of followers as much as it's to attract the number, of, um, the number of buyers and, and clients you actually have, okay? So the other thing and last thing that you will wanna track when you don't have clients yet is the number of consultations that you book. So these are the number of uh, people that have a call with you and in that call, you will go over some questions, you'll figure out what they want and you'll go over the decision for them to work with you or not. Now in the academy, of course, we give all of our students a step-by-step template on how to navigate this consultation, the best questions to ask that will help create connection with your potential client and inspire them to work with you if it's a good fit. And we've seen our coaches have tremendous success using this consultation template. So you want to track how many consultations are you getting on the calendar every month. Now, another thing you do not want to track with your coaching business is how much time you spend marketing as a coach. Because it's not about time, right? In previous careers, you might have this belief that um, you're rewarded based on how much time you put into it. With a coaching business, you want to have the opposite approach because it's not about being busy, it's about being productive. So just by putting more, this is why when a lot of people say, oh, I don't know if I'll have you know, 20 hours a week to run a coaching business, I say, why on earth would you need 20 hours a week? All you need to do is focus your time in the most productive way. So you can spend one hour a week being so productive, which means only doing things that will attract clients and grow your business, and you can get much farther than a coach that spends 20 or 40 hours a week just doing a lot of busy work, okay? So it's not about how much time you put in, it's about how productive you are with the time that you put into your business, okay? So... When you, Those are all the, the things you'll measure when you are getting started. Again, in summary, it's, you're going to measure your skill set, have a way of evaluating what's your confidence level as a coach. Um, and then when you begin to market yourself as a coach, you want to track how many conversations are you having with people, how much content are you producing, how many offers are you making, how many attendees are showing up to your webinars and workshops, and how many consultations are actually being booked. All right, so now when you start enrolling clients... This is where you will start measuring a couple other things. You're going to start measuring your business and you're going to start measuring your clients. So I'm going to explain what both of these categories entail. Measuring your business means measuring, number one, the money that you generate. I don't recommend that you, that you track your business revenue on a daily or a weekly basis because that will not empower you. You want to track monthly how much your business is generating, okay? Okay especially when you start selling high ticket or premium coaching, which is what we encourage our coaches to do, this is what our program specializes in teaching, how to sell coaching at a high ticket or premium level, meaning $3,000, $5,000, or $10,000 a client, then you will find it's very normal, especially in your first infancy stage of your business, it's very normal to go a few weeks where you might not have any clients. And then you will enroll you know, a few high-ticket clients a month. So you'll be able to surpass that 10,000 or 20,000 a month goal, but you, find, you might find that there might be a few weeks where um, you're not enrolling clients every single day, okay? And that's normal. I want to emphasize, that is totally normal. And you don't want to, you don't want to uh, feel discouraged if you're not making money every week because especially when you play the game of running a high-ticket coaching business, that's oftentimes how it works is you might have a couple of weeks go by before the clients start to show up. And you've got to trust in that process. So you'll track your money generated every month. The other thing you'll track is what's called your conversion rates. So your conversion rate is how many people that you make an offer to becomes a client. That's called a conversion rate. So if you're doing consultations, which is a one-hour call you'll have with a potential client, let's say that you have 10 consultations in the month and five of those consultations lead to a client, that means you have a 50% conversion rate, okay? So that is super empowering data for you to have. This is one of my favorite pieces of data that I encourage our coaches to collect because once you start getting that conversion rate, over time you'll see that there's an average that will form. So let's say that your conversion rate is 50%. That means that now that you have this data, you can do the math to calculate how many people you'll need to get on the phone with you in order to hit a certain revenue goal as a coach. So let's say that you have a $5,000 coaching program. And let's say that you talk to 10 clients a month. You have a consultation with 10 potential clients. And you know that your conversion rate is 50%. Okay, so if we do the math, 10 people, we have five of them that become clients, five times the $5,000 program is $25,000, okay? So you can now you can now assess that for every 10 people that you have a consultation with, you will earn $25,000 following that conversion rate. Now, isn't that awesome to know that every 10 humans you talk to on the phone for a consult, you'll generate $25,000. Super awesome to have that data, okay? And then the final data that you'll track when you are measuring your business is what's called your average customer value. Average customer value, okay? This is how much each client invests to work with you over the lifespan of them being your client, okay? So, One of the things you want to do when you start accumulating more clients is you want to see how can you offer more value to your existing clients. How can you get that average customer value higher? So let's say that you currently charge $5,000 for your coaching program and that's all that you offer. This means that your average customer value is $5,000 because this is the amount, this is the most that someone can pay you. But maybe you have a $3,000 bonus program that your clients can enroll in after they finish going through your $5,000 program. And you find that all of your clients now decide that they want to upgrade to get this extra program that you've created. You've now increased your average customer value from $5,000 to $8,000, okay? So when it comes to having a, a growing business, right, you want to get your conversion rate higher and or your average customer value higher, okay? You get either or both of those numbers higher. That's how your business grows, okay? So... It's not always about just getting more people at the door. Oftentimes it's about, let's just take the people who are are already at the door and offer more value to them. So that way the average that each person invests to work with you goes up. Okay, so in summary, what you'll measure within your business, the three most important things is the money you generate every month, the conversion rate, which is the percentage of people that have consults that become a client, and then your average customer value. And as you... Determine that average customer value. One question you'll ask yourself is, how can I increase that number? How can I offer more value to my current clients? And here's a tip for that. You can reach out to your clients and say, listen, I've loved working with you. What do you need support on next? What can I create for you that you would love to invest in? And your clients will tell you. They'll say, you know what? I loved working with you. Here's what I want next. Or here's the, here's the thing I most need support on. Go create that and then go offer it to them, okay? So let's now talk about measuring your clients, okay? Now, this is also so key and every coach needs to be doing this, whether you're making money or not, okay? You want to be able to track your client's progress from their work with you. And this doesn't even matter if you have a specialty or not. You want to be able to know the results that your clients are getting, okay, so it's very simple to do this. You can whip up a free Google Google form, takes you a few minutes to create, and you will send this off to your clients. There's always something for you to measure and track with your clients, no matter your niche. And a lot of people assume that coaching is, in, is intangible, meaning that you can't really measure or track it. This is not true. Coaching can be very tangible. You can take intangible things and make them tangible. And I'm going to share with you a lot of examples so that way you can see how you can start doing this. Okay, So when you measure your client's progress and results, you want to, of course, measure tangible shifts that they're having in their life, and you also want to measure the intangible things. And yes, you can measure intangible things. So first I'll talk about the, the tangible or the external shifts. Okay, So you can think of tangible shifts as external Okay, So if you are helping a client with health-related challenges, maybe you can track with them the number of hours of sleep they get per night. Maybe their weight. So what, what's their starting weight? What's their weight midway through? What's their weight at the end? Maybe it's the size of certain muscles, the, the size of their bicep. Maybe it's their waist size. Maybe their clothing size, their BMI. Or maybe personal uh, athletic records that they're setting. Like maybe when they start with you, they're able to run a mile in seven minutes. And then when they finish working with you, they can run a mile in five minutes. Or maybe if they're lifting weights, they start with you and they're able to bench a certain amount. And then when they finish, they bench a higher amount. So if possible, it's also great to have your clients send photos of you, of, send photos of them, not photos of you. That might be a little bit weird, but send photos of them if, if your coaching has anything to do with maybe uh, shifting a physical appearance, so maybe losing weight, gaining weight, whatever it might be, to have those before and after photos, so that way they can, see their, they can see their progress, you can see their progress, and you can also use that to further market your business. A lot of coaches struggle to market themselves because they have not been tracking progress with their clients. They're just assessing, oh, does my client feel good today? Great. And they just help their, hope their client always feels good. But you want to have ways to track tangible things your clients are going through. Now, if you're doing relationship coaching, there are plenty of things you can track. Maybe if, you're, if your client wants support with their intimate relationship, they're having a lot of arguments with their spouse, they can track how many times do they, have, do they normally get triggered every day by their spouse or how many times do they have an argument every week and then have them track that average midway through and at the end of working with you, Right? You can. It's not just about you know a score going up. It could be decreasing an undesirable result. So they're able to show that they're having fewer arguments or getting triggered fewer times with their with their child or their significant other. Okay. So you may have um, heard me hint to this a few times by now. It's really great to give your client a progress or evaluation form so they could answer these questions and track the data right when they start working with you, so right before the first session, then halfway through, and then after they finish. So if you have 12 sessions, you'll give them some kind of evaluation form before session one, right after session six or right around session six, and then right after session 12. So they have a starting evaluation, midway evaluation, and then completion. Now, one of the benefits of having that halfway evaluation, because some coaches, they just will do beginning and end, is that when you have that halfway reflection, or and this is by the way, what I often call it, or what I encourage our coaches to call it with their clients, is you just call it an evaluation form, a reflection form, a feedback form, a progress form, whatever you want to call it. You, You make it on Google Forms, you send it off to your client, have them complete it, Okay. When you have that data halfway through their time working with you, it's so great for you to see if they're truly moving closer to the goals that they want. Now, sometimes your clients might not make progress, right? Maybe they're still the same or they're actually um, in a worse place they were when they started working with you. This doesn't mean you're a failure. This doesn't mean that coaching doesn't work. This doesn't mean that they're a terrible client. All it means is now you have good information that you can use to dial in and to see what is it that you really need to focus on. So for example, if your client wants support um, losing three inches from their waist and halfway through they've gained two inches on their waist, then we need to understand how can you support them at a higher level? What are you missing? These are questions you'll explore with your client. Maybe you need to amp up the amount of challenging that you do with your client and the level of accountability that you create with them. And by the way, challenging and accountability are two skills that we dive really deep into, into the academy. So sometimes if clients are going backwards, they need to be held more accountable and they need to be challenged at a higher level, okay? So those are examples of the tangible things. These are often a bit simpler to come up with when you're working with clients. Um, another example is if you know, you're, you're doing anything money-related with, with your clients. If you're coaching someone on their business, maybe they're tracking what revenue they're making every month. Okay, or how many clients that they have that they're working with. Now, the other thing you might want to track with your clients are the intangible things. You want to think, how can I measure the intangible? So maybe it's someone's mood. And again, you don't even need a coaching niche or specialty to still track something. Track something is the most important thing I want you to get from this episode. Track something. Tracking something is better than nothing, and it's better to have too much data than no data at all, or not enough data. So let's say that you are a general life coach and you're working with someone. You can have them track their mood on a scale of one to 10 with a 10 being feeling lots of positive emotion and one being feeling lots of negative emotion. How would they assess their mood on average? Okay, so you can take something very intangible, which is someone's mood, and make it tangible. Or maybe their energy level. So having them start out by assessing what's their energy level with 10 out of 10 being they have Plenty of energy to get through the day, and one and all being barely enough energy to to get by. Okay, your coaching can show how their energy level has shifted. Um, Also, confidence for pretty much any area of coaching, you can have your clients assess their confidence level. So, if they are wanting support with their fitness, it could be how confident do you feel when you put on clothing? How confident do you feel when you take off clothing? (laughs) So you can think about what are different ways that you can take the intangible things such as someone's mood and energy level and confidence and measure and track that with your clients. Now, I want you to think about the difference that this can make for your coaching business and I want you to think about what is something you can track right now with your clients that you're currently not tracking. Now, when I got started as a coach, I spent a long time with my first few clients. I didn't track anything. And in my testimonials that clients provided, they were very generic and they said things like, I feel so much better, or Frank's coaching was awesome, or I have more clarity. And there weren't really any tangible results that we had to show for or prove. And it wasn't until I started measuring and tracking my clients' progress when I was able to actually show those results. And it really amped up and juiced up the testimonials. So imagine if you have a series of coaches and a whole bunch of coaches, they got the same generic testimonials of people saying, oh, this is a great coach. But then someone goes to your page or profile or they watch your webinar, whatever it is, and they see that your clients are saying, you know what, I worked with this coach and I was able to have a 50% increase in my confidence whenever I went out to a networking event, or I was able to have a uh, I was able to get an additional two hours of sleep per night on average from working with this coach now don 't you see how this is so much more powerful than just having generic or vague positive testimonials right? You want to be obsessed with getting results, and one of the ways to be obsessed getting results is by tracking results so go out there, start tracking results with your clients. Start tracking results with your business. And of course, at the very beginning, you want to track your progress as a coach. Start measuring your own journey as you go through this whole experience becoming a coach. All right, that's what I got in this episode on measuring your success success as a life coach. Before I go, I'm going to include a quick snippet of the story of one of our awesome students in the academy so you can be inspired by their story and some of their tips for success. And after you listen to their story, hope you enjoy your day and I will see you in the next episode.
1: Hi, my name is Rick Harrigan. I'm a career and life purpose coach. Uh, I work with people to help them find their purpose and channel it into lucrative work they love. You know, January was about six, seven, thousand. then February was about eight, nine, thousand. Then March was about 12,13. Uh, April was 14,15 and now May, uh, everything just really quick clicked. Uh, And I had that $20,000 a month. As a matter of fact, I can't even take any new clients right now. I am full up. (laughs) And now that I'm full, I'm actually raising my rates significantly. Um, I realize that the program works and I have the confidence um, that it's what people need uh, and it's what people want. Uh, I am really happy to project that this should be, I expect it to be my first 100K year, 100K plus. Um, And the goal Subsequent to that is to double it, have a 200k year or even more. To see all of this hard work uh, pay off has just been one of the best accomplishments, if not the best accomplishment of my career. Uh, as a very wise person told me, failure we can do on our own, success requires support. Uh, and uh, in embracing that, that is what allowed, has allowed me to really excel. I used to think I could do it by myself, and I couldn't. Uh, I wasn't armed with the knowledge or the experience, um, and getting some guidance has been invaluable. Yeah, I I would say to get the most out of this experience is to trust yourself, trust the process, and be ready to get out of your comfort zone because that's where the growth happens. Uh, Be ready to move into some things that you might not have been comfortable with previously. Um, and just dare to be great. <laughs> like I tell my daughter every day, don't be afraid to be great. Uh, put yourself out there and just trust, uh, trust Frank's process and trust your own heart uh, more so than anything.
0: Hey, would you like access to powerful coaching tools you can use on yourself and clients right away? For being a listener of the podcast, I'm giving you a VIP guest pass to get a sneak peek into my coach training program. Inside, you'll learn our coaches' secret tool they use to transform their clients' lives, and you'll also get a training on how to launch a coaching business. Just head over to www.thrivingcoachacademy.com to get started. I'll see you on the inside.